Welcome to Breaking the Underdog Curse for Chiropractors. I'm your host, Dr. Don McDonald, author of the best-selling book, The Underdog Curse. We give vitalistic chiropractors a chance to learn from the best around the world, discovering how they overcame their challenges and achieved success. In order for chiropractic to thrive, we must have thriving chiropractors. Now listen up, it's time to crush the curse. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Breaking the Underdog Curse. This is Dr. Don McDonald, your host, and today I am tickled pink because I get to interview my very first coach, who just happens to now be the president of Life West. Welcome to the podcast, Dr. Ron Oberstein. <laughs> Hi, Don. Great to be here. This is so exciting because I, I, I think I'm up to episode 56 now, and, and we've been always talking about like mentorship and getting a coach. And, and, and maximizing your practice. And I've had several of my guests reference you as their coach. You've been one of my coaches. And so it's just, this is a pleasure for me to be able to share my mentor with all the, the listeners that we have from all around the world. So I'm pumped that you're on the, on the podcast. Well, I am too. So I know, I know we talked about this a while back and we finally got it together and, uh, and I'm thrilled to be here. That's great. And I want to thank you for taking some time out because you happen to have a wedding coming up right away. And I know you're squeezing me in between putting the tents up and being up on the mountains and all that kind of stuff. So I appreciate you taking the time. Oh, my pleasure. My pleasure. Mary and I and my family. In fact, I got to go pick up the rest of my family today. My daughters, other two daughters are flying in with their, uh, their families. And uh, we've got a big wedding going on up here at our place in Montana. We've got some beautiful acreage and just uh, a lovely place. We got a, my youngest daughter, Sydney. You know Sydney. You knew her when she was like five years old, I think. You know, I know. Three. I think she was running around uh, one of those seminars down. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So she's getting married to a to a to a classmate of hers. She, she brought the chiropractic school. She met him in, in undergraduate college, and they're practicing in San Diego now. And in, in our and and Mary and my practice, and we're going to transition the practice to them. And uh, and so it's really cool. We've come full full circle with that. It's just great. That's pretty cool. So, so what we're going to do is we're going to go from, from Dr. Ron Oberstein being the president of Life West, but we're going to actually take him right back to the very beginning. So how, how did you even get into this crazy profession in the first place? You know, it, it was really innate. It was just one of these things. I was playing, I was playing basketball in Europe and uh, I just didn't know what I wanted to do, but you know, I was, I love basketball. So I was playing basketball in Europe and then I finished the season in France and I went over to Israel just to kind of just chill out and hang out. And then some guy told me, Hey, you got to go play for my, you know, for my team. And I said, no, no, I'm rusty. He goes, just go play. If you don't like it, then I'll, I'll get you to a different place anywhere you want to go in Israel. And I said, okay. So I went and I played and I got hurt, ripped up my ankle. I was supposed to have surgery. There was incoming wounded that, that took the place. There was wars going on in the Golan Heights in those days, in those days. And, um, and so I finally ended up just leaving, you know, they casted me, I ended up leaving and I went, and, and they took off the cast because it broke a bunch of times. I, go, I went to Greece and my leg kept locking up on me, my ankle. So I go home and I'm on my mom's couch. I'm waiting to go see an orthopedic surgeon about getting surgery. And a buddy of mine from high school, his older brother, calls me up. I know Mark. His name is Mark Schechter. I've known Mark, you know, I knew him most of my life. But we didn't hang out. He was like four or five years older than me. And, uh, and, and he said, Ron, what are you doing? I said, oh, I'm just hanging on my mom's couch. I'm waiting to go see a surgeon. He goes, can I come over? I go, yeah. He was in the second class that started at Life College. Oh, really? In, yeah, back in like 1975, what, 74, 75. So he comes over and he just tells me the whole chiropractic story. He says, man, it's not about you know, sickness and disease. It's about optimal health and getting people to their innate potential and yada, yada, yada. And he just, he filled my head. Meanwhile, I've been seeing a chiropractor since I was 13 years old. Oh, really? But, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I went for I went for sports injuries, and I told my mom, you know, I feel so good from this. You know, I just want to keep going. So I was just going weekly. You know, he but he, he never told me about chiropractic as a profession. I go there, I get adjusted, and I leave. You know, on the way home from school, and it was like it was like just and he just told he filled my word. My I had this tune in my head, Don, yeah. of what I wanted to do. You know, and I knew I wanted to help people. I thought maybe I'd go into social work or something like that. And all but but meanwhile, I'd stopped eating. I was I became a vegetarian. At, 15 years old for no reason. I mean, nothing about animals. I just, I just tried out. Wasn't going to do that. Yeah. And I, and I stopped taking medication, you know, and I, and all this other stuff, you know, and, and it was just like this thing. And all of a sudden it, 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 these words hit me and I went, Oh my God, that is it. So I went to the library. There's no internet. You know, I went to the yeah. library, one book, chiropractic, just one. Oh really? Yeah. And I went, Oh my God. And I started reading it. And that was it. And I just said, that's what I'm going to be. And I'm, and that's, that's, that was it. You know? 
Boom. And so where were you living at the time? I was in Detroit. I was in, in Detroit. Detroit. Yep. And, and, uh, and I went in the, in the book, looked at schools and there was a school. He didn't tell me where to go. He didn't tell me about, you know, different schools having different philosophies. And so I saw Portland, Oregon. Oh my gosh. Oh. <laughs> you know, what a great place, you know, and yeah. Bill, Walt, Bill Walton was winning championships in those days. And I was a basketball player. I said, I'm going to go to Portland. Man, what a cool place. Yeah. So, I drove up to Portland and I go, oh, this is great, you know, and, and you know, a couple quarters later, it just wasn't what I wanted. And, and, uh, and I had a brother who was at Northwestern. He, so, so I get this phone. So he, he leaves, Mark leaves my house. Yeah. And, uh, and, and I get on the phone and I call my second brother up and he's, uh, he's at University of Michigan finishing a business degree. And I said, Bruce, I got to tell you something. He goes, what, I got to tell you something. I go, no, let me just tell you this. He goes, well, let me tell you first. And I'm older kind of deal. I go, what? He goes, he says, I'm going to be a chiropractor. <laughs> no way. I swear to God, I looked around the room thinking that if, if there was like Nest or something back then, I would have believed that he was listening in, you know? And I said, dude, that's why I called you, man. I, I'm So anyways, he went to Northwestern. I went to Western States. And I called him up. I said, Bruce, what's going on? He said, he said, uh, I said, I'm not happy here. You know, it's just, it's just not the right school for me personally, just philosophically. I want to have, you know, more philosophy. He said, Oh, well, come on over here. It's great. You know, so I went over there and I was just kind of lost for six weeks. It wasn't what he said. And the beautiful, uh, the Dean of the college, or maybe I don't know what she was, but Grace Jacobs, she was a, she was a wonderful lady came up to me and said, Ron, you're such a good guy. She handed me a check with a, well, he handed me an envelope with a check in it for a full refund and said, this is, I know this isn't the right place for you. Go find where you have to be. You're a fine young man. I looked, I said, thank you. And I ended up at life college down in Georgia and, uh, and it was history after that. Yeah. So that's, that's cool. that was my journey, man. I kind of went to two other schools, found my way down. So now when I have students at the college, say they, they transfer, they've been there for you. I can tell them, Hey, it's cool. Yeah, you know, you yeah, you're not the only one, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm with you, you know, that's awesome. So how was your time at life? How did you, how, how, how did that go for you? It was great. It was awesome, man. You know, Dr. Williams, uh, you know, just being in the presence of Dr. Sid Williams and, and at the school, when I got there, there were about 700 students. And by the time I left, it was about 900. And, um, it was really cool, man. Back in those days, you know, we're talking about, you know, 79, 80, 81. It was, uh, you know, it was just full on chiropractic and the philosophy was great. And, you know, it was just, you know, I was just, I got out, I was so excited to, to just spread chiropractic around the world. You know, it was just, it was just amazing. That's cool. So, so how, how did you get to San Diego? So I went to Boston. So I, to I Boston? yeah, I graduated and I was between Boston and Seattle, you know, Boston and Seattle, two polar sides of the country, yeah. you know, North America in, in, in U.S. But um, I went to, I went to, I went to Seattle because Tacoma actually, because one of my mentors was there, Brian Long. I was doing, uh, I was doing uh, Pettibon work at the time. That's what, I, that's what I was got into when I was in school. They didn't teach at the school, but I went to seminars, and that was, that was kind of my what I loved. And, and I was also involved in Renaissance, and that was like uh, you know Joe Felicia and Guy Reekman at the time, right? So yeah. so uh, so, anyways, I went out to Brian Long's office. I had worked for him for the winter before I graduated, and uh, and I went out there, and and I just didn't feel right. You know, it was like, you know, rain for 31 days. I wasn't used to that. <laughs> it was November, you know, and Brian said to me, just, I said, I don't know if this is the right place. He said, just go to the mountains and meditate. I went to the mountains and meditate. It just came to me. I'm going to go back to the East coast. And so I just came back and told him when I went to Boston, I set up my practice there. I was there for about three and a half years, four years. I had an associate doctor did really, really well there. My associate wanted to buy me out and I was getting tired of the winters and I just knew I wanted to get the warm weather. So I sold him the practice. Uh, I flew out to San Diego. I drove from LA to San Diego. I checked every nook and cranny out, just decided San Diego is where I wanted to be. And um, I took a year off. You know, I knew I was going there. I took a year off, shipped all my stuff there, and I traveled around the world. I bought a one way ticket around the world. It could go, it cost like a, a thousand dollars back in 1985. And wow. go as many flights as you want, didn't matter as long as you kept going in the same direction. Oh, and wow. That was it, you know, and I had, it was TWA back in that, those days. They're gone now and, and Qantas. And I, I went to Australia and I just took chiropractic everywhere, you know, and I just, everywhere I went, I, I was, you know, kind of did like BJ's around the world kind of thing, you know, yeah. I, I read, I read, you know, around the world BJ and, and, uh, and I just did that, you know, and I came back to San Diego and started there and I, like, we still have the practice there. It's 36 years later, I think something like that. That's crazy. Yeah, yeah. So, so when you start a practice, because I just wanted to skip back a little bit to school. So, when you're in school, you must have taken a bunch of extra stuff. Then, if you're doing Pedibond, were you involved in Renaissance? 
when you're in school? Yeah, yeah, I was. So I, I went to a Renaissance seminar. Um, I don't know where the first one was. It might have been in Detroit. Uh, what during a break that I had from when I was transferring, yeah, and I and I and I had some time off, and and it was like, oh man, this is great. I mean, they just once again the words to the tune in my head about what chiropractic is. You know, it wasn't yeah. about sickness and disease. It was about optimal potential and creating a better world and, you know, the predicament of the species and, you know, what was going on and how subluxation affected that, you know, you know, affected us physically, chemically, emotionally, you know, the whole gamut. And I just, so I fell in love with it. And then we ended up bringing a, 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 a Joe and Guy to Life College and they, 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 um, it was crazy, man. They, we brought them over for, for an evening. They were doing a renaissance there. We brought them over for an evening just for the students. Yeah. Where they, they showed the, the slides from the very first video that they did with Peter Graves, right? And this was like, this was big stuff back in the, you know, back in the late 70s, early 80s. And uh, we sold it out. They were scalping tickets <laughs> at the college for this event. You know, Stuart Hoffman, you know, Stuart Hoffman from Cairo Secure. Yeah. Stuart's a great friend of mine. He's a great, he's just, he's done great with Cairo, you know, he's just such a great supportive chiropractic. And, you know, I, we've, I've been using his malpractice ever since day one. And, uh, and I remember Stuart having, coming up, do you got extra tickets? And it was like selling, it was just this huge thing. I think we had a couple hundred students in this room and they were why, you know, and they, they introduced this video that they were doing and, and just the slides from it pretty much, you know, they were just doing it. And, and then everywhere they, every, when, every time they came to town, I was always there, you know, I took my mom to a Renaissance, you know, I mean, I just, it was one of those things where I just wanted everyone to kind of hear this message, you know, it was really cool. And that's so good to hear. Cause we, we actually have quite a few students that listen to the podcast, right? So I just always like to go back and just, if you're listening as a student, get out there and learn as much as you can. Right. Yeah, so, yeah. you know, now schools i mean hopefully the right schools are you're getting the philosophy you're getting more of that stuff but there's some really you know you can only teach so many things in the in the in the hours that we have allotted with you know the mandatory things that have to be taught right right but yeah it's it's important it's important cool so when you started practice were you like just rock star right off the bat right off the bat you know i don't know about a rock star but you know i started my practice and um I was just excited, man. I, I just wanted to tell the world about, about chiropractic. You know, I went out and I surveyed about five, 600 homes in my area while they were reading, you know, while they were pu- putting my x-ray room up and doing, I had a 700 square foot office, tiny. I had one, two, two adjusting rooms and one was my office. And then my x-ray room, I put a table. So I had three areas to adjust in. I was in this old kind of historical house. And I just, I put an ad out in the local newspaper. I was in Lexington, Massachusetts, about I don't know, 10 miles outside of Boston. I put an ad out with a boy and a girl, a black and white picture. They're hugging each other, sitting on a curb. And it said, everything you wanted to know about health, but were afraid to ask. And come to, you know, uh, come to whatever, overseeing chiropractic, you know, and the address, you know. Yeah. 20, 20 people showed up to that health talk. It was my very first health talk. They even brought a guy in with a wheelchair and the door, it was a historic room. It's house. So the doors were, they had to jimmy him through by turning him sideways in the chair. Man. It was crazy. The first, like handicap accessible, everything. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. And my first talk, and I tell you, Don, I thought it was the best talk I ever did. I, they stood up and clapped. Oh, know? really? <laughs> they clapped. It was the first one I've ever give, given, you know, like that, you know, in this, in this new office. And they stood up and they clapped and, uh, and they left. I didn't know how to close. I didn't know how to like have them fill something out and say, Hey, come on in for an exam or, or do whatever they left. And I'm just sitting in there alone, you know? And, but you know, we grew the practice to about, I don't know, 280 to 300 and probably about a year, yeah. you know, year or something like that. And those days that was like, it. you know, you see like, you know, 80 to a hundred a day on Monday, Wednesday and Friday and half day on Tuesday kind of thing. That was like the, the vision, you know, and, and yes. that was it. And, uh, yeah, and then and then I, I brought an associate on, and we grew a little bit more, and then I brought an associate on, and and he bought it, and then I went to San Diego, you know. Cool. But I don't know if I was a rock star. I was just I was just excited to tell the world about chiropractic. You know, that was the bottom line. You know, yeah. I, I kind of you know it's my passion. You know, I mean, when you know this, like you know, there, I you know, there's an old saying that Voltaire said that there's a special place reserved in hell for those who know and do not tell. Yeah. And that's, and that's driven me, you know, not out of fear, but out of, we got to tell people about this. I mean, this is like, you know, man, there's people out there that are suffering and have no idea about chiropractic. And, you know, our population is growing faster than we're, than we're growing chiropractic. Right. You know, we're, we're behind the curve. 
So yeah. we've got to do a lot more to get the word out and, and let them know. And I was just excited about it. So that's what I did. You know? Well, I think that's different too, because I you know we talked to a lot of new grads or people who just from practice chiropractors for four or five years, and some of the schools put fear in them, right? So they don't come out excited. They come out kind of scared. Yeah. And so, so if, if someone was a little bit scared coming out of school, what would you kind of recommend for them to try to get more into, because we can be in protection or growth, right? We can't be in both at the same time. Absolutely. 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 You know what I tell them? I would tell them to go find a chiropractor in their area. Who's just, who's really just like, just, just rocking it, you know, and go just spend a day with them or, or take them out for dinner and talk to them. You know, you know, when you go to towns and, you know, like for instance, when we got to San Diego, we just blew it up. I had another, you know, a buddy of mine from Seattle came with me and we, we built this beautiful clinic and, and, uh, and we had two wings, his wing and my wing, separate practices, shared a reception area, shared staff. And it was just unbelievable. And we just, we, we just exploded that practice. And, um, and, and people would come to us and they'd say, students, you know, or, or recent grads, should I practice like here? And they say, I go, absolutely, right across the parking lot. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and they go, well, that's interesting. I was just over the three last three people I saw the last couple of days said, no, no, San Diego's oversaturated. And da, da, da. I said, dude, look at all the people out there. I mean, you know, get out of here. Are we, what population are we touching? My gosh, you know, you can go right next door, you know? I mean, <laughs> so, so what I'd recommend to these students, if they go to people and say it's oversaturated, you know, it's not oversaturated. No. You know, those are the people that aren't seeing anybody. You don't want to take counsel from them. You know, right. you want to, you want to go take counsel from the, from the, from the, from the, from the gal or the guy that says, Oh my gosh, this is just coming. I need more chiropractors. You know what we did in our practice in San Diego, cause we didn't have a lot of um, strong principal chiropractors in San Diego. You mm -hmm. know, they were coming from schools in Southern Cal and, and, uh, and they were, there were some, but you know, it just wasn't so, we just wanted to seed the area. So yeah. we just, we started bringing in associate doctors. You can only stay a year man, we worked them to the bone, you know, and, and only a year, you know, in the first four months, you know, we, we put a lot into them. And the next four months, it was kind of even the last four months, we won, you know, but we'd yeah. leave them on a Thursday afternoon and alone, just practicing. And, you know, and they'd be seeing 100 people in an afternoon or 150 people, I don't know, whatever, we were seeing over a 1000 visits a week in those days. And, and, you know, it was just, you know, we trained them and then we'd say, you're done, Don, your 12 months are over. You had to go and replace yourself. You had to bring us someone to replace yourself and you'd go start a practice. You yeah. know, we'd support them. We didn't pay, but we'd support them and start in the practice, you know, and, and they had all the resources. We seeded, I don't know, maybe, maybe 11 to 13 practices in San Diego. So we have all these great practices now that are still there. You know, I can think I can name the people, you know, from, yeah, yeah. from David and Lorraine Melendez and in, 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 they're in Carlsbad. Now, now their two, their two sons are chiropractors in practice with their two wives are in their cool. office. Right. You know, and Carrie Kaiser over in Coronado and, and I can go on and on and on with all these chiropractors and, you know, and we created a really strong community down in San Diego with it, you know, and it wasn't just me, but it was like, you know, we just kind of lit the fire and, you know, lit, lit the match and then it just kind of took off. Now at the very beginning of practice, were you, um, were you going regularly to seminars? Um, cause I kind of want to get into that transition to when you started speaking. You know what? Um, when I was in Boston, uh, I did a few seminars, but I was just, man, I was, I was raised on DE yeah. dynamic essentials. I mean, that was yeah. my, you know, that Dr. Sid Williams, you know, yeah. and it, it was all about giving, doing, loving, and serving. It was about lasting purpose. And I, I just had that emblazoned and tattooed, you know, on my psyche, you know, yeah. and I, I just knew, you know, that if I just went out and I, and I put others before me, you know, if I really just gave, you know, for the sake of giving and serve for the sake of serving, love for the sake of loving and do for the sake of with, expecting nothing in return. I knew that I would be successful if I did that. If I didn't think about Ron, right. I thought about others, you know, and I knew I'd be taken care of. And that's what I did. And then I said, then I did some practice, man. I mean, listen, my, you know, my, my checkbook was growing. And I remember I was talking to Brian Long on the phone, my, that mentor in Tacoma. He said, Ron, how are you doing? I go, I'm doing great, man. I've seen a lot of people. And yeah, yeah. He goes, he goes, you good. How are you doing financially? I go, great. You know, he goes, he goes, good. Are you investing your money? I go, what do you mean investing? He goes, well, where's your money? And I said, it's right here in my checkbook. That was watching it grow. I went from 10,000 to 30 yeah. to 50. I had over a hundred thousand dollars sitting in my checkbook, you know, my yeah. is like after a year in practice, you know, yeah. and he goes, he goes, why is it in your checkbook? I go, where is it? He goes, you have an accountant? I go, no, man. What do I, what do I need an accountant for? <laughs> I did my bubble down. I just wanted to serve, you know? Totally. 
so he got me going on the business side of it. He said, go get this. He, he sent me to a practice management thing, which was great. But I just, my practice started going down because I just didn't, I didn't want the mechanics of it. You know, when you coach with me, you know, yep. you know, there's either the classical stuff, which is more the mechanical stuff, you know, or the quantum stuff. Right. And yep. I was more on the quantum, you know, I was more about, you know, just let me serve people. And, and I had my systems guys, but I got some good systems down and, you yeah. know, there's a balance for both, but I, but it was just a little bit too, too mechanical for me, you know, and then I just, so I left that and I just kind of got my, got my business stuff down, continue going to DE back in those days with Dr. Williams. And, you know, I don't, my daughter, Lauren, she's my oldest, you know, she's a chiropractor and, uh, yeah. and, and, uh, practices with her husband in Denver. They just left San Diego and they went to Denver and, and, um, Lauren, from the time she was born, didn't miss a DE for like her first four to six years of life. Wow. You know, just didn't miss a DE. Like we just, just didn't miss. It was just one of those things that I, I just went to because I just needed to be rekindled. You know, it's kind of like every time you go, the husk just kind of falls off, you know, and, and, uh, and DEs refired back up again. So I'd recommend people going to DE, Steve Judson and Drew and, and, uh, and uh, uh, Brian Lieberman, Drew Henderson, and Didi Umber, you know, they're just doing a great job. But there's a lot of good things that people can go to. New Beginnings up in, up in uh, uh, New Jersey with Jim Dubell and that gang, you know. There's just some really good places that you can go to just to just get the, get the husk off. Just go and be, you know, and, and just let it just kind of come in, you know. Mm -hmm. And then there's good people out there doing management too. You know, it's nothing, it's no, no negative. Just find the, the place that, 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 that nourishes you. You know, mm -hmm. you know, you know, if you're going to look for that silver bullet, there's no silver bullet. Yeah, there's no, there's no one coming that. to save you. <laughs> wow, man. It's just, you know, it's just not Santa Claus, you know, it's, you know, it's just, you know, we can wait a long time to wait for Santa Claus. The truth is, is that, you know, it's in you. And mm -hmm. if you apply the chiropractic principle from above, down, inside out, it's in you. Yes. You just got to find that whatever it is, whoever it is or whatever place it is that that sparks that something within you that's already there but if you're not you know if the person's not read like the new grads start reading the green books you know take the bigness of the fellow within and read that chapter to chapter to chapter you know and, and start with that something of course the first chapter and, and if you can start taking that in and building that and then with success principles you know there's a great book called the university of success you know universe success written by Og Mandino. Yeah. And uh, he didn't write it, but he just took chapters of all these great people. I was just with Brian Tracy a couple weeks ago. You know, he's in, lives in San Diego. He was just over at Cairo Sushi. I spoke there. And, uh, and you know, we're getting him under care in our office after this week when my kids get back in the practice next week, you know, after, awesome. they, get, after they get married, you know, and get him. He's under care, but we're going to get him under regular weekly chiropractic care or whatever he needs to get subluxations corrected, power turned on, you know and have his nervous system function at the highest potential. But those are the kind of people that are out there that have these everlasting principles, these, you know, time-proven principles of success. Mm -hmm. You know, and that's really what it is. It, you know, the, the rest of it, you, you'll find great stuff. But, you know, the world can beat you down. You know, when you know what we know, yep. and you get out, you leave college, you know, you leave, you know, you leave chiropractic college, and you're in that bubble. Well, at least when I went to school, I had this bubble of, man, yeah. I was just it was phenomenal, you know, I mean, you know, you know, <laughs> I practically utopia. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. I didn't want to leave, you know, it's like, if yeah. you go out and I was in Boston, I'm all alone, you know, it's like the world can kind of beat you down, you know, you kind of, you know, they, they don't, they don't think like you think, you know, it's like, what are you talking about, man? You know, you know, okay. so, so anyways, you know, it's just good to go find those places to go to the way, you know, perfect yeah. example, man, you come and you just kind of unload, you just, just be, you know, and let that, just let that husk fall off that kind of builds up, you know, and then that's what it's about, you yeah. know, and get, get to that pure self where you're ready to just go out and just turn people on, you know, and then there's people like Jeannie Ohm, you know, who's, Jeannie graduated the same year I did, you know, she graduated from, from Penn Straight, you know, up and yeah. up and up outside of Philadelphia in Philadelphia, Reggie started that. And, yeah. you know, you got these people out there that have been around for a long time and, and that that we're old timers by any means, because I don't consider us old yet, but yeah. You know, they just they just have the, the vision and the wisdom and the you know, Fred Schofield, you know, same thing. It just and you know, those are the people you just gotta reach out to and go talk to and and you know, I, I I'm gonna put together something I think at the college just just from this conversation innately, right? Yeah. And we pulled these people together, been around for a long time, just to share that wisdom, not about selling anything, not about yeah. you know, just to share that wisdom, you know, and because there's a lot of wisdom that you kinda that you kind of inherently kind of pick up you know, over 35, 40 years of practice, you know, and, and the truth is, it's not difficult. It really, it, it, it gets simpler, you know, it just really yeah. gets simpler. 
So at first you're like gathering and then later you start shedding, right? Until you get down to what's awesome for you, right? And that's the authentic being of yourself. Yeah, yeah. And that's, and that's what Sid called the dynamic essential. Ah. Like this, the di- that's what dynamic, it's that dynamic essential, right? Yeah. You don't need all this food. You just need the essentials, right? That'll be dynamic within you. And when you can, like you just said, Don, boil it down, get it down to that stuff. Boom. Yeah. And that's what we did when I was coaching. You know, it was the same thing. You know, I didn't have a formula. I didn't have a cookbook. You know, you coached with me. Yeah. It was about getting you or the person connected, you know. And when they got connected, boom, things just kind of took off, you know. And, and, and when it took off, then we could show you good. Well, this is, you know, this is how you handle the growth and handle the volume. More the, more the, um, more the, the, the logistics the, around it. Yeah, stuff, right? classical stuff, you know, I call it yeah. classical. But you don't need the classic without the quantum, you know. The quantum is what's going to grow our practice. You know, I could give you the same ad as someone else on the other side of town of Edmonton. Yeah. Same exact ad. Let's just say you we'll make that up. You know, you put it yeah. wherever on the internet or TV or newspaper, doesn't matter. And you can draw 30 people in and that other person can lose five, you know, five people leave their practice. They don't get anyone from the ad. You know, it's yes. just where we're at internally, right? That above down inside out, what we're emanating, what we're going to bring in. Right. Right. And that's really what it comes down to. So you want to maximize your potential in anything you do get yourself right on the inside. And, and that's so important because so many chiropractors out there are always looking for what can I do? What's the one thing I could do that's going to make the biggest difference when it depends who you are, right? And, and where, where your dynamic essential is, right? Yeah. yeah. And isn't that true with patients? Yeah. They're coming in looking for what? That one thing. Like, what can I, what can you do for me? What, what's not what I could do for you. Yeah. It's already in you. What we're going to do is release whatever's impeding that, right? That's yeah. interfering with that. That's going to allow your body to heal. But I don't do the healing. Yeah. You know, you healing, you know, I just do the dealing, right? I don't take no credit. I don't take no blame. You know, what I do is, you know, we just got to get your nervous system functioning to the optimal potential, you know, so that you can then what? You can exhibit and express yourself. It's the same thing. Yeah. So we can't be out there preaching above, down, inside, out to our patients without living that, you know, from the inside. You know? Totally. I would say we want to unleash your potential on this planet. <laughs> that's it baby that's it so uh, so uh, like i like i could go on for because i'm gonna there's a couple of key things that i want to make sure we hit before we get through but i wanted to first start off like when you, when you started coaching like how did that whole thing start like and and in, in speaking especially in san diego with the power zone okay well uh, well here's what happened i was i was speaking you know i was speaking to de i was speaking at different programs west trout if you don't know that name west was a had a had a he, he, he passed away uh, but Wes was from uh, Pennsylvania called Living, Living Principles. Great program. And they were, they'd come out to California. I'd speak for them. And I'd speak at different places. And, and um, I don't know, man. I, 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 truthfully, what happened was I woke up at 3.30 in the morning. Just boom. I just woke up. You know, and I just, I, I remember it right now like it was last night, you know, and I went to the bathroom, you know, I went into the, uh, into the master suite bathroom. I sat on the toilet. I got a pad of paper. And I had this one sheet of paper, I put a pad underneath it, I had a pen, and I just started writing down all this stuff. And it, and it was the power zone. Wow. And it became the power, and all, I was just, it was just flowing, and I was just writing it down. And, and then, I don't know, maybe an hour later, I went back to bed, and I woke up in the morning, I, Mary said, what, 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 I saw you got up, and I just showed her this piece of paper, and scribbles all over it, you know, and I just looked at it, and um, it was just there, it was just, how innate was just telling me, dude, you know, this, this is what you need to do next, you know, and we need to grow bigger practices. We got to get people, you know, moving in the right direction kind of thing. Right. And so that's what I did. And I, I took the, all that stuff over to a gal, uh, a chiropractor that I know, his wife, and she was kind of like doing like designing work at the time and stuff. I said, this is what I wrote down. Can you design something for me around this? You know? And so she took it, read it and designed something around it. And I just, I just started, man. I just didn't know what I was doing, you know? And I just, I didn't. I just was working from the what I wrote. I was working from that paper. Yeah, you know? and that's so important too because like a lot of people want to figure everything out before they start. And we, it's funny. We have a group, the chiropractors we work too, work with, and we like you got to just do it. And if it doesn't work, you can switch yeah. it. But you don't know until you do it. That's it. I didn't. Don, there was no plan. I just started it, and I I put it out there, and I said, okay, I got to do seminars. So I just picked three places. You know, it was L.A. Uh, San Francisco and Seattle. I just, I didn't want to travel too far. My kids were, you know, were young, you know, that kind of thing. And I didn't want to, you know, and I, and I, and I was still practicing full time, you know? Yeah. And, uh, and so I just started it. It just grew and people started, you know, the old 
field of dreams, you know, build it and they will come and people started coming and just kind of developed. And, and, uh, I just started coaching people and I was doing weekly, just me. No, no, no other coaches, no company. I, yeah. I hired one person to kind of run my stuff after a while, you know, yeah. and uh, just me, I was up at, you know, Monday, Tuesday and Wednesday morning at four o'clock in the morning. I was doing calls to the East coast and to the West coast. And I don't know what time we talked, but it had to be before yeah. like nine o'clock in the morning. Yeah. And I would do like, you know, four or five hours and I just do my coaching calls and I do it for three days a week, you yeah. know, and then we do seminars and we do those fellowships at my place. So every yeah. quarter, right. They come in, the, come to the office, the coaching doctors and, and uh, you know, spend the day with them and have a big, big, you know, feast at my house that night. And, you know, it just grew and grew and grew. And I was having people from all over the world start coaching with me and, you know, yeah. Just kept growing, you know, kept growing. And then 9-11 hit. I got to tell you, I was at a, I was 9-11 hit. And after 9-11, just the traveling became a nightmare. Yeah. You know, so I cut down on the seminars, still coaching, you know, but cut down the seminars and, you know, and then after a while, I just realized that, you know, I was, I, I got more involved in, in other things and, you know, and I just, my life was kind of shifting, but I coached for close to 20 years, you know. That's cool. Before we move to the next one, though, I want to talk about the one thing because this has always been the most impactful thing. And um, and every time I talk to anybody who got coached with you uh, was the discipline, creating the discipline. Yeah, that's what it is, man. Oh, that, 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 that just maybe talk to, to the, right. the listeners a little bit about yeah. how we created that discipline, getting up every day. That was that was that was actually it was very hard, but it was amazing. Yeah. Yeah. So so here's the deal. Well, we, 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 we've already touched on it today. We touched on it comes from the inside, right? And when you talked about all the people saying, "What's the silver bullet? How do I get there?" Da, da, da. Well, that's you know, da, da. well, that's all the educated mind, mm-hmm. right? That's our educated, you know, Bofija called the educated that mind that talks all the time that says, da, 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 da. Oh, you can't do this, you can't do that, or or money doesn't grow on trees, or all the programs that were that were that that we've inherited from some of our greatest teachers, you know, our parents and our grandparents and all the people that that made these impressions in our mind, right? Yeah. And that's not who we are. That's who they were. Right. And, and they got bad impressions from whoever they got those from. Right. But that's not who we are innately. You know, innately, we got this innate mind that's just it's limitless. It's limitless. So so when I wanted to coach people, I realized that I just need to needed a, to get them to break down that barrier. How can I show them? what the difference was between that innate mind and that educated mind. And believe me, that educated mind is good. I mean, the, the guy flying me over here to Bozeman, you know, to Montana from, from wherever the hell I was from Las Vegas. I was just at Cairo sushi two weeks ago, you know, or the week and a half ago, you know, yeah. I hope he was flying from his educated mind, not his innate <laughs> mind. You know? But, but there's a time for your educated. There's a time for your innate, right? And when you want to grow your practice and, and expand and see, you know, it's your innate. So I just put a discipline together and I didn't, listen, I got bits and pieces, you know, you know, Fred Fred Schofield, man, you talk about discipline, that guy's disciplined, you know, and I, and I love Fred, you know, and, and, and Fred, you know, Fred was doing running and doing things. So I just put this thing together. It was like, you know, that was like, you wake up in the morning and you just do, I had you guys doing, you know, running, right. Reading you know, yeah. some positive right afterwards and then meditating or visualizing, right? That's before run. meditation was even cool. <laughs> it was exactly it. Exactly it. But you know, you run because you're, because you're, you know, the, the, you wipe your educated mind out. If I had you come over here and out my meadow over here, my pasture over here where we're getting married and I had you run acre to acre to acre to acre, wind sprints like that, you know, man, I tell you what, after two minutes, three minutes, would you be thinking about all the problems you had? And all Hell no. You'd be what? Thinking about oxygen, baby. Yeah, sucking air, man. Exactly. And so it's funny how physical exercise wipes out the educated mind. Yeah. So we did that first, right, Don? Remember that? Yeah. Yep. And then after that, then you read and you put something positive in, right? So now you're imprinting in the positive stuff. And then once you put the positive stuff in, then we visualize and bingo. So, you know, 30 days, baby, right? That's what we did. And that was, that was, did we were set 30 minutes? No, it was 20 minutes, 20 minutes, 20 minutes. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So it was an hour. So just for everybody, we had to get up at four in the morning, four thirty. Four thirty. Yeah. Which is funny. That's the same time you got up to write all your stuff. Exactly. Well, yeah, but that, that but the reason why we did four thirty, it wasn't that because BJ <laughs> got up early in the morning. That's when his educated mind was, 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 you know, he'd write all his books like at, you know, three thirty, four thirty in the morning, you know, cause that was, your mind is clear, right? Right. You know? yeah. Right. But your educated will do what? Block stop, it. stop you from, yeah. The alarm clock, shut the alarm clock off. Man, dude, I got rid of my alarm clocks back in 1985. <laughs> I, I was slave to my alarm clock. I'd, I'd hit the snooze. 
Yep. And I, I'd sit there and wait for it to go off again. I'd hit the snooze. I'd do that. It was a routine. I said, this is ridiculous. This thing's running my life. It was yes. running my life. I threw it out the window, and I've never had an alarm clock since. Never. That's if I say I'm going to wake up at 6 o'clock in the morning, I'll get up at 6. I'm going to wake up at 4.30, i get up at 4.30. I program my mind to do that. You know, I don't want to rely on some external source yeah. to, that, that I can then blame if I don't get up. You know what I mean? So 100%. Remember the, the getting up the discipline. How many people like their alarm clock didn't go off or they, or they, whatever their mind told them, well, I'll do it at five 30. It's okay. You know, that's, they're educated, right? I know. Changing the rules. Right. And that, they got to really see how the educated runs them. Yeah. Waking up going, oh, well, Oberstein didn't say I had to do it on the, uh, <laughs> you know, on the weekends, did he, you know, or, yeah. you know, they just change it, you know, that kind of, you know, it's like crazy, you know, and I'd, I'd say to them, oh, that's cool. And they, they, they'd say to me, I'd go, that's cool. So let me ask you a question. So you just change the rules all the time. Is that, you do that with your life, everything else? They go, well, yeah, I do. I got a guy, I had a guy go 29 days. Cause we'll tell the viewers if you went, yeah. if, if you went, whatever the day 15, you missed the day, you're back to day one. Remember start that? Start over again. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And I had a guy go 29 days and he missed. No way. Yeah. He missed. He missed his 30th day. And I said to him, I said to him, so let me ask you a question. I go, that's cool. Cause listen, there's lessons in everything. It's not a, you didn't lose. There's a lesson, yeah. right? Yeah. I, so I said, let's talk about this. I said, so you, do you ever get like close to your goals and just kind of stop? Never. And he stopped. It was like 30 seconds, Don. It was, that's a long time to be silent on a phone call. Right. Yeah. And he goes, I do it with everything in my life. Wow. I went, there you go. I said, that's what your educator does. That's how it stops you from whatever it is that you want. So you got to break through that because that's, that's between you and your educated, not me and your educated. Yeah. He went 30 days straight. His practice doubled in 30 days because he found what was holding him back. Was right? holding back. Yeah. Well, yeah. He just found it, man. And it was his practices took off. You know, I had guys go over their bicycle handles on their, on their exercise portion, you know, break their collarbones and do all this stuff, you know? And, and I was like, you know, it's like, you know, this kind of stuff happens. It's just sabotaging, right? We know there's no accidents, right? Yeah. yeah they're, they're all on purposes, you know? And so, but they really got to find the control of what's controlling them. And then once we got past that point, it's like, good, here's what's next. And, and, and it was all about finding your inner, you know, getting to the above done inside out. That's hundred percent. So I want to put a challenge out to all those listeners. Cause we have like thousands of listeners that will be listening to this podcast. Try it 30 days straight, 430, <laughs> 2020, 20. And, and you'll remember it for the rest of your life like I did. Yeah, but, but call Ron. Don't call me. <laughs> call, call Don. Ron's busy, and, and we'll, we'll talk about what he's up to now. So 20 years of coaching, uh, in practice, rocking it out. Um, I know you got involved with Life West first, right, uh, as far on the board? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So back in 1990-something, Sid Williams called me up, and uh, Dr. Sid asked me if uh, he basically asked me, he said, boy, I want you on the board at life, you know, up at, I want you up at Jerry's college up, you know, Jerry Klum. So yeah. I didn't, I, yeah. Okay. So, you know, I called Jerry. I said, what do you do? He goes, come on up. So went up cause he knew about it. And, uh, and I got on the board, you know, and so I was on the board for about 26 years and, uh, yeah. And then, and then now I'm in the presidency and, and, uh, and I gotta tell you, I, I stepped into the presidency. It was very, it basically, uh, we're going through a renewal and, um, and they, we just needed, they, the board needed an interim president while they were going to do a presidential search. Brian Kelly was a, was a, was a previous president, right? Yeah. Did a great job. Brian did just a phenomenal job. He was there for six years. And I don't know if you know this, but the average life of a chiropractic, actually almost every president, a college president, yeah. the average life is six years. That's like the average. Really? Oh, yeah. Wow. Yeah. Cause, yeah. Cause people change and new energy comes in and whatever. Yeah, and yeah. Brian, Brian did a phenomenal job, you know, he's just a, just phenomenal. And, uh, and the board just saw a need for a change. And so, so, but they had to do a search. And so they asked if I'd go, go up for, you know, and do it and be an interim. We're going through a WASP accreditation thing. And I, I said, absolutely. So I, I, I talked to my wife, of course. And at the time the I had wasp. my daughter, my daughter, exactly. My daughter was in the practice. We had an associate in the practice. My daughter's husband was in the practice. So I had the opportunity to do that, you know, and right. I said, I'll, I'll do it, but only for six months. That's it. Yeah. Six months, I'm gone. I want to be, be with my family in San Diego. And, you know, I think, I don't know, my daughter, my daughter might have been pregnant at the time. So, so uh, you know, I just want to be, be around for the birth and all that kind of stuff. So, anyways, Don, I got to tell you, I fell in love with it. Oh, I wow. fell 
in love with it. You know, I, I never, I never, I always thought I'd die with my boots on over a table, you know, adjusting. It's just, yeah. just me. I mean, I've been practicing for, since, you know, 1981. So where are we now? We're in 2018, 19, 20. So what am I? I'm 37. I'm going to be 38 years in practice. This, yeah, this yeah. October. Um, but I always thought, you know, I always thought that I'd die with my boots on, you know, and I, and I got to the college and it just, it something just clicked for me, you know, one of those innate things again, that man, the, the students and been able to be, be able to, to mold and be able to be part of the process that our faculty does, you know, that does such a beautiful job to be able to just develop these young, these young minds into these, into the doctors that they're going to be, the chiropractors go change the world, you know, and our, my, Mary and my mission has always been, how can we create how can we get the world under chiropractic care? It's really what we've been about. We used to fly plane loads of people, students up to Life West, you know, uh, before they were doing the champion weekends and things like that, they had a day called like an Oberstein day, whatever, where we would, and that wasn't us, but other chiropractors in the area. We do a, we do a student evening in our, in our, in my office. Right. Right. And then all the students that came down, I'd have chiropractors send their students, uh, prospective, you know, students, you know, that kind of thing. And then my wife, we'd pay for them to fly up. You know, and uh, we'd fly them up before Southwest Airlines. There was Pacific uh, South, South, Southwest, whatever, Pacific Southern Airlines, whatever it was. Uh, so we'd send them up on PSA and they'd, they'd go up. And um, yeah, I mean, to date, down to the last count I heard, we'd send over 300 students to Life West. And, um, wow. But, but it's, it's not about the numbers. It's about we got to get the message out. You know, we need more chiropractors. And so when I got into this position, it was like, whoa. You know, because when Mary and I were in practice, you know, we're, we were rocking it, you know, and we said, well, how can we make a bigger impact? We realized it couldn't just be us. We need more chiropractors, right? Yep. You know, that's when we bring people in for, you know, you know, she was our first, actually, you know, our first, in, our first associate that came in, you know, and um, when I told you about that year program. Yeah. And then, and then it was just kind of like, how can we do it? And it was really about, we get, we need more chiropractors. So that's when we started doing that. And then when I got to the college, I just saw, wow, this is just it's even bigger, you know, and that's kind of, that's kind of why I, I didn't take the position because I had to, yeah. I didn't take the position because, you know, I took it because the universe, you know, was speaking saying, this is where you need to be. Mary and I were ready to, you know, transition the practice over to, to one of my daughters and, and, uh, you know, we have a bunch of nonprofits right now around, around the country. You know, we're going to settle into the nonprofit world and come up to Montana. We just bought the home up here and be here for four or five months and in San Diego and just kind of, you know, stay in chiropractic, of course, but, you know, just kind of kind of dial it back a chill little bit and spend yeah, chill, just be with our, you know, our kids and grandkids and that kind of thing. And, you know, the universe just spoke differently and it said, hey, this is what you, this is where you need to be next. And Mary knew it and you know, we just, we've been making it work and, you know, she's still in San Diego and I'm in the Bay area. I travel a lot, but we catch, we catch up with each other every weekend or every two weekends, you know, that kind of thing. And yeah. we get, we get time together and we're just doing our thing. That's good. So what's new for new at Life West? Oh God, we got so many cool things. <laughs> oh man. Um, what's new? Uh, you know what? I got to tell you, and I, and I really want to just kind of give a shout out to our faculty Mm-hmm. And we've got phenomenal faculty at LifeWest who, who care so much about our students and care so much about chiropractic. You know, yeah. it's, it's just, it's just incredible, you know, and our, and our staff that are there that work hard and our administration, you know, we are, you know, you know, lasting purpose is our thing. You know, yeah. it's about giving, doing, loving, and serving. And we've got such great people that are there. It's just, it's incredible. Such a phenomenal school. And, and, you know, when I got there, Don, I looked at it and I, and not just life was, this is all colleges. I looked at the thread of, of, I'll tell you what's new. I'll tell you one thing. So there's a ton new, but yeah, one yeah. thing. Um, I looked at the thread of, of what's going on in chiropractic education. Yeah. And that thread is that, um, you know, these kids, you get into school, you get your first three years, let's say it's a four year course, doesn't matter how quickly you do it, but it's a four year course, you know, your first three years are pretty much, you know, sciences, and then you get in the student clinic. And that last year, you kind of get an outpatient clinic, you know, and, yeah. and you got that last year. Of outpatient clinic. And, you know, and I looked at this, and I saw, well, and that last year, you're also doing part twos, threes, fours, you know, if you're in the States, PTs, you know, that kind of thing for us here, uh, Canadians, you know, they're doing their the last exams. couple they're, yeah, they're doing all their board exams. That last year, you got to get your visits, you know, whatever your visits are that you need to get out of clinic. You still got classes, you know, yeah. you're doing, you know, four boards, you know, two, three, four, you know, you know, two, three, fours and, 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 and PTs. And, and I looked at that and I said, my God, it, these kids are getting, it's like these students, I call them kids, but they aren't, they're adults. You know, they're <laughs> getting, they're getting bombarded. You know, it's like, this doesn't feel right. And they're all burned out. Mm-hmm. We wonder why they're just, 
speed up, you know, like a, I didn't go through that. So I just said, you know what, we got to change this thread here. We'll keep the same courses, but we got to change. And the other thing I thought about was this, you know, I, I, it, if you're going to be a plumber and it's a three-year course, they better give you that wrench. If that's going to be your bread and butter, they better give that to you the day you get in there. No doubt. <laughs> you sleep that wrench you know I mean, you got to become intimate with that well same thing with chiropractic so so yeah. we're changing it man we did this thing called bridging the gap and my 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 faculty and administration did such a phenomenal job with this so it looks like it started in the fall all the way it's looking right now which is cool when you come into life west your first quarter in school is going to be just you, know, you get in the student clinic and you get moving you know kind of do your thing your second quarter you're an outpatient clinic Cool. You start off right away, man. You're an outpatient clinic. You're watching. You do rounds in radiology and rounds, whatever it's going to look like. And we have an, we've, we're one of the only colleges with, a, with, an up, with an MRI center right on, our, right on our campus, you know, upright MRI. Nice. You'll be in there. You'll be doing different sections, you know, whatever it is. You'll still have your classes, but your classes are going to feed into what you're doing in the clinical experience, right? So you'll yeah. have HIPAA and all this stuff. And, you know, as a third quarter, you know, you'll be taking notes for senior interns. Fourth quarter, you'll be doing exams. So meanwhile, you're having all that being taught to you as you move along, right? Right. That kind of thing. You know, fourth quarter, doing reciprocal maybe with another student. Fifth quarter, being in student clinic now, right? Yeah. Fifth, sixth, and seventh, right? While you're getting more stuff in there. And then eighth quarter, you go into outpatient. So nice. now you got eight, nine, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14. You got seven, almost just shy of two years of outpatient, right? right? So now you've been in the clinic and everything that's been going on, you've been learning along the way. It's set up. And you know, you're practicing too. You're, right. There nice. you go. Yeah, there, there you go. So your thread is right there. So you learn orthopedics, you're using them in the clinic, you know, that kind of thing. So you're not, you didn't use, use them, you learn them in fourth quarter. And then, you know, when you get to 10th quarter, you got to relearn them kind of thing. It's not, it's going to be right there, you know, and it's not just life West. It's, you know, it's just, there's a lot to teach, but yeah. I got to tell you, Don, I'm not an academic, you know, I don't come from academics, you know that, you know, yeah. and, and I don't feel a chiropractic president has to, I feel that, that, you know, chiropractic president needs to be able to go out and, and, and share a vision and rally people around the college and, and be able to grow a college and, you know, and do that with everything else out with the people that are out there. And, and, and yet academics, we have great academic people at the college, right? They're, mm -hmm. they're great. It just, I just looked at it and said, you know, from a clinical standpoint, knowing what it's like to be out there and, and coaching people for years and bringing associates into our practice and interns into our practice. I just looked at it and said, dude, I, I want to, you know, I want them sleeping, you know, with that wrench, you yeah. know, with that spine from the very beginning. So that's what we're doing. That's what's happening. That's what, that's a new, that's going to be happening in the fall that we call it bridging the gap between the clinical and the, and the academics. And I'm real excited. And then someone sends me a video. One of the, one of our, one of my uh, uh, administrators sent me a video after we started putting this together from the University of Michigan. And she didn't even know it was my uh, alma mater. That's where it, yeah. I, I bleed maize and blue, you know, yeah. deal. Michigan, go blue. Um, <laughs> But I got to tell you, Don, it was crazy because what they're doing in their medical school is exactly what we put, what we're putting in life. Like, no way, that's exactly. cool. Exactly. I mean, yeah. they, said, they said, we don't want to wait. We want them in clinic right away and they should be in these, you know, all the, so that's what we're doing. Plus, what we're doing right now, our 14th quarter, they can do online so they can go out and do a preceptorship now in our 14th quarter. They can work in your office and work in, you know, wherever, anywhere around the world. And I'm going to gear it. We're building it right now to get 13th and 14th. So their last six months, we kick them out. They're out there now and they're doing their stuff. And we're opening the clinic up in India. So yeah, you, you know that we've been, we've been busy in India. You know, yeah. we, do an, we do an outreach there. We see, I don't know, 10 to between 10, 11,000 people in, uh, in, uh, in three days there, you know, we take 25 students and 25 doctors from around the world join us. And we, and we have this beautiful mission trip that we're part of. We're not, it's not our trip per se. We're yeah. part of a group that does this. And, um, and so we're, we have our first in January of 2019, I have a clinic available to me with digital x-ray and all kinds of stuff strictly available for us for life West. So we're going to set up a clinic there sometime in 2019 so we can send our students there for their 13th quarter or 14th quarter, whatever it is, right. Their last wow. quarter. Yeah. And uh, yeah, we'll have a permanent doc there to, to be over them. And you know, they'll be taking x-rays while we're sleeping here in America or in Canada. <laughs> And yeah. by the time they wake up, you know, when, when they wake up the next morning, our, our radiologist will have already read it. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. So, so that's really exciting. And I just said, and I just had the, the prime ministers from, uh, I just visited the prime minister, the ministers of health, I'm sorry, from Fiji and Tonga. 
Um, yeah. Saw them maybe about two months ago, whatever, two and a half months ago. I was over there. And so, in fact, about a month ago, the, the, the Minister of Health from Tonga was at the college. And so uh, we're doing, we're going to do mission trips over there, set clinics up over there. And ideally what we're going to do is then get them over to start spreading chiropractic there. We'll have a, you know, our goal is to bring over Indians, you know, from India Yep. But also set a school up there at some point, you know, and have a school going there. And then we've got a group of graduates in China that, you know, there's all kinds of things that are going on. We're going to be in Africa and different. We're picking out like six places around the world. But, you know, it's not so much to be around the world. It's because our, our, our mission is to create a brighter future for humanity. 100%. Humanity isn't just in Edmonton. It's not just in San Diego. It's not just in Hayward. It's not just in the, 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 in the towns where our, where our listeners are. It's, it's everywhere, you know, and that's what we want to do and get that out there so we can reach every, so every woman, child, and man can have access to chiropractic and make sure they have a clear functioning nervous system by having their subluxations, you know, you know, detected and corrected, right. And maintained. Yeah. You know. And that's, that's so important. So all, all the listeners out there, because we really want to support our vitalistic schools because the, the best way to grow vitalistic chiropractic, the way we love it is to pump people into those schools. So send all your people life West, baby. Yeah, well, Don, listen, you and Brandy, I mean, you guys are, are tremendous because I know you've sent a ton of people to the college and you know, I, it's crazy. You know, you and I, and, and hopefully our listeners have a mission of getting chiropractic to the world. Mm-hmm. The truth is we cannot do that right now. Yep. We, we don't, we don't, we don't we have enough chiropractors. You know, yeah. We've got 75, 80,000 chiropractors throughout the, let's say 75 thousand chiropractors right now. And if they were averaging all of them, averaging a hundred people right now in their practice, right? Not a hundred visits a week, a hundred people, right? Yeah. You know, which is probably high because we got some are seeing a lot and some are, but it done an average, right? That'd be 7.5 million people being affected by chiropractic right now. Got it? Yeah. If we had that. So if we had all 75,000 chiropractors around the world at a hundred patients are taken care of right now, yeah. you know, maybe three times a week, maybe one time a week, maybe whatever it is on an average, right? That's 7.5 million people being, being taken care of right now. And we've got how many billions on the planet right now? Yeah. You know? It's not even close. 6 billion, 7.7 billion. So guess what? We're taking less than 1% of our populations under chiropractic care. And it's not more advertising. It's not more internet. It's not more that stuff. I know we can maximize what we're doing in our towns, but we need more chiropractors. 100%. And we, we need, need more surgery. chiropractors in everybody's town, right? Yeah. We need more chiropractors in San Diego. We need more chiropractors in Edmonton because, yeah. the, because there's, no, there's no lack of McDonald's or, or, or Burger Kings or, or Hills or Marriott's. You know, they're all over, right? You yeah. know? There's no lack of that. You know, we can't think of that. That's lack. how they get market share is by having more of them. That's it. It's exactly <laughs> it. It's brand awareness, right? It's yeah. what it is. You know, it's, it's, it's what we have to do. So when we can create that brand awareness, you know, we call it cultural authority. Yeah. When we create that cultural authority, we got it set. It's just right there. So that's what, that's, that's why we need more. So that's why these students, if, if, if every chiropractor out there really wanted to see chiropractic growing, yep. really, right? You know, and let's just say we had... 5,000 vitalistic chiropractors, salutogenic chiropractors out there. If they sent one student, one student a year, 5,000 new chiropractors, right? Coming yeah. from that vein to the vitalistic colleges. They can't all come to Life West. Right. We got other colleges, you know, and they got colleges all over the world. You can look at Barcelona. You can look at, you can look at uh, uh, New Zealand, right? You know, yeah. we got Sherman, we got Life, you know, the schools yeah. are all over, you know, but Life, you know, and, 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 you know, send them first to Life West. We'll farm them out afterwards <laughs> just because I'm, just because I'm doing the podcast, right? Totally. <laughs> but, 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 but seriously, you know, if we did that, we'd have to grow more schools. Yeah. Which and would be would, a good problem. And we would. We could have schools the size of like, you know, the size of, 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 of University of Michigan if we needed to, not that big, but, but you know, yeah. but we could have schools, you know, listen, that's the kind of stuff we can do. And, and what we need to do is, you know, the, the more people we have, you know, the better we're going to save this planet. And, you know, we just can't wait for someone else to do it. You know, we, it's, it's really what, really what we're about. And then we're going to have market share. It's not going to be this, oh, well, this guy came out on the news and said chiropractic is this. Or, awesome. What's going on in BC right now, right? Yeah, yeah. You know, the stuff about that. That, that, that. that would be, they wouldn't even have a chance to even say that. Chiropractic would be taken over everywhere. You know? It'd just be normalized. Because it's just like now in medicine, if someone, if someone, it's, it's in the media, they just go, oh, whatever they don't take it because they already have cultural authority right so absolutely absolutely or if harvard says this or stanford says this well yeah, yeah. you know what we want that cultural authority and uh and we're gonna have it i i, I got my vision is there that we are gonna have it you know that you know we know we, everybody on this podcast knows the truth about chiropractic 
Mm-hmm. We know how we know what chiropractic is about. You yeah. know, besides how it can help the sick get well, but how it can keep the well from from getting sick, and how it can keep people to their optimal potential. We know that. Yeah. We know it. You know, we know what it's like from, from the womb to the tomb. That's what we're doing in our research. All the research we're being, you know, that, that's going to be coming out of Life West is all biomarker research. It's all based on biomarkers of the human body showing that our physiology is changing. It's not neck pain and back pain. It's going to be telomeres. It's going to be, you know, cortisol. Awesome. It's going to be whatever it's going to be, but it's all going to be about our bodies functioning at a healthier level because that's what we're about. And you know this, I know this. My kids have never had anything in their body. Mm-hmm. You know, never had vaccines, never had anything, you know, that kind of stuff. And they've only had chiropractic care and, you know, and they, they weren't eating dirt, you know, we didn't feed them <laughs> organically, but they didn't have McDonald's when they were growing up, but they had it, you know, maybe later, but, but, yeah. you know, till they saw supersize me and they got, they said, then we're not using that. Stuff. But, you know, but it's just interesting, you know, it's just, it's just like their nervous systems are so strong and that's what we want to create throughout the world, you know. That's awesome. Now I, to close out here, I really want to talk about if anybody out there, if you want to hang out with us, and Ron, come to the wave. So tell us about what's going on with the wave, and and are you guys sold out yet, or is there still room? Can people still there's, register? There's, we actually enlarged our facility. We're, we're, we we moved our facility. We've been over at the wave started in Oakland at the Marriott Hotel. It was a very I remember. Place. I've been to everyone except for one. Okay, that was the very <laughs> first one, Don. And yep. then and and then we were over at the uh, at the at the Hyatt Burlingame, right? Yeah. Over in uh, over in San Francisco Airport, right? And and we just outgrew it. And so now we're back at the Marriott. We've got an auditorium, we have the convention center there that we can fit. I mean, we're gonna, it's gonna, we're gonna rock it. And I want to tell everyone who's listening, be there. I mean, you know, you want to. And yes, we have every excuse, right? That that gets back to the educated. Oh yeah. well, but I'm thinking, I don't know. It's summer, and I gotta do that and all this stuff. And oh, I might go on vacation. I don't know yet, and you know, and all these different things. And I don't know if I want to leave. I only get a few good months, you know, from Edmonton, you know, kind of thing. You know, that kind of <laughs> summer's deal. like here yeah. for two months. <laughs> yeah, exactly, like like here, and you know, like here in Montana. You know, well, yeah. stop it. It's not what it's about. You you know, it's not about picking and choosing. You know, it's just about like if I want to come and get that get that husk taken off and start yeah. to you know, enrich myself so I can go and fulfill my mission. Yes, you need vacations and yes, you need balance. We all need that, right? You know, but don't let that educated stuff get in the way. Say, I'm, I'm coming, you know, that kind of thing. And I'm telling you, it's going to rock. We've got, we've got great speakers. It's on optimal potential. That's what we're yep. talking talk about, what we've just been talking about today, right? Yeah. It's about optimal potential, you know, from Jeannie Ohm and Billy DeMoss and, and Dan Murphy and, and all these people. Our keynote speaker is Amy Purdy. Amy is a gal who had both of her legs amputated from some form of, I don't know, some form of meningitis and, and had, I believe it was meningitis, had all of her, both of her legs amputated at I think the age of 16 years old. I'm talking about from like the, from like up the top of, of above the knees, you know, yeah. you know like in the thigh area, right? She was like a phenomenal snowboarder and skier and, and uh, her life just got turned around, man. And all of a sudden, and, and yet it did get turned around because she found her life. And she yeah. went on to win medals in the in, in in the Olympics, you know, in the Paralympics. And she speaks all over the world now. And and uh, I tried to reach her one day, and she was ringing the bell at the New York Stock Exchange. <laughs> That's awesome. She is, she is unbelievable. So so she's our keynote on Saturday, and we've got just phenomenal speakers. And we've got a great program we're doing on diversity and inclusiveness because that's a huge thing right now. Yeah. And um, yeah, it's just great. So I want to invite every viewer. Get online, go to, go to lifewest.edu and then you'll see on the front page, it says the wave, click on it, get in there and start, you know, and come on over and, 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 and I promise you, you will not be disappointed. You will be around, you know, just thousands of people. You'll have the greatest experience and you'll see that this is what Life West is, but this is what chiropractic is. And this is how we're going to start shedding that husk that's on us so we can go out and serve better and be better, you know. And so we can give, do, love, and serve and really just make a difference in our communities, which then, therefore, will come back to us, right? Yeah, and like I said, Brandy and I are going, so all our listeners come out and hang out. We, we love to yes. hang out with all our, with all our vitalistic chiropractic peeps. Yeah, it's going to be awesome. It's going to be awesome. So in, in closing, I always like to give the last couple of minutes to our, 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 our guest and, uh, and just to share any last words of wisdom because you're all about the quantum. So I know it's going to be about some, probably about some about the quantum because we got, it's called the underdog curse for chiropractors. It's for vitalistic chiropractors. And some chiropractors out there might feel like they've been beaten down or they feel like an underdog or don't feel like they're worth it. Um, what kind of words of parting wisdom could you leave, leave our guests with? You know, I, I think chiropractic 
has been the underdog. I know where you're coming from, Don. I know why you, why you did it. Your book is phenomenal. Um, being an underdog isn't the bad thing. Mm-hmm. You know, that's that educated thing. Oh, I'm the underdog. Oh, I'm not, I'm the, you know, I'm not supposed to win. Underdogs win all the time. In fact, underdogs know they're going to win, right? Mm-hmm. Jo- Joe Namath, go back to 1969 Super Bowl, right? He knew it. He predicted it the night before and said, we're, they were the underdogs. But yeah. he, because underdogs believe in themselves. If, if, that, that's the if, if you find that something within you, if you don't let it get in your head about, you know, oh, I can't do this and we can do that, 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 that kind of stuff. Caca, you know, it's all caca. It's all how you see the world. It's uh, how others see you labeled is if you performed their label, then you're gonna be it, then you will be it. Underdog doesn't mean it's bad. In fact, I like being the underdog, you know why? They're never ready for me. Yeah. They have no idea what I'm gonna do. They have no idea, and then you just go out and you just do it, you know? But everyone's always gunning for number one, aren't they? Yeah, you know? totally. They are, they are. Golden State Warriors, everyone's gunning for them, and everyone's gunning for them. But Golden State Warriors came into this season because they lost the previous year, you know, and they were up three nothing. And they lost 4-3 in the championship to LeBron James. And you know what? They came into the season with an underdog mentality. Yes. On purpose. Yeah. They wanted that mentality. They didn't want to be the best. They wanted to say, I got to get back to work. Blue collar, baby. You know, yeah. that's what it's Hungry. about. Right? Hungry. It's exactly it, man. And, and that's what it's been. You know, so when we can look at the underdog, we can look at it as a curse, like you said, you know, and we can see where that puts people. Well, it does. It really does put them in that set. And, or we can shift that and say, what? You know, I'm going to use this to my advantage. Totally. Right? I'm going to get motivated. I'm going to stay quiet. I'm going to work for my innate, not my educated, and be boastful out there and walk around like I'm the biggest thing in the world. I'm going to, like, just keep myself under the radar, and I'm going to kick butt. And I'm going to do this because I got to tell you, Don, the biggest practices right now, people don't even know who they are. Yeah. Because they're just doing their thing, you know, and, and, and there's no ego involved, you know, and I got, and, and I think that that underdog, listen, chiropractic, we've won every fight we've been in. Go back to the fifties, right? Forties, go back to the twenties. You know, we beat the medics back then. Go back to Herbert Ross Reaver. We beat the medics back then. BJ Palmer, we beat the powers that were trying to kick us down. We beat them. And yeah. we continue to do that, right? We continue. And you know why? Because we hold ourselves. We, we, we rally when we need to, yes. right? Because we've never been. We've always been a minority, right? Yeah. And people can look at minorities as the underdog, right? right. But, I, but, but man, I'm telling you, it's like, it's like we could use that to our advantage and break out of it. So, so decide in your heart. And take that from above, down, inside out, and take it to the out, and decide that you're going to make a difference, and that you're going to change what's going on because you have the power to do that in your community. We have the power to do that in our, you know, in our state, you know, and make a commitment to to chiropractic, not to you, not to you. There's something bigger than Ron Oberstein, you know. I'm, I'm nothing yeah. compared to compared to all of the chiropractors, right? I'm just a piece, right? right. And, and then when we talk about the world, I'm still I'm just even a smaller piece, a piece that counts in yeah. my own universe, but just a piece and make a commitment to change the world through chiropractic, make a commitment to, to get out in your town and start giving talks. Even though you don't want to do it, make a commitment to go meet everyone, go out and meet everybody, you know, in your area, make a commitment to do Facebook ads, put yourself out there. You know what? I, you know what I tell my faculty? It's okay to make mistakes, but fall forward. Yes. Don't have a plan B. Yeah, totally. Plan B, some people have plan B, C, D, E, F to Z, right? Then and they spend their whole life actually making those plans. Before that's they do what they do. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and they fall back, you know, and they got, they got plan B. Don't fall forward. It's okay to make a mistake. Fall forward, you yeah. know, but get tough, you know, just, 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 just know. It's like, it's like snowboarding, you know, you're going to fall before you get, get it going. It's okay. Or skiing, it's okay. Fall forward, you know, fall down as you're moving, right? You know, that kind of thing. And that's what we tell our faculty, you know, fall forward. So anyways. If there's a chiropractor out there, you know, just think bigger than yourself. Think outside yourself. Think your community. Think your, your state or your province, right? Think your country. Then think your, 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 your continent, right? And then yes. think the world, right? And send one person, one person a year to chiropractic. And you call up Life West. We'll get into where they have to go. But you think one person, I promise you, you know what? I know, Don, with you guys, with you and Brandy, I'm going to send you back great chiropractors because that's my goal, 
right? Yeah. But I want everybody to just think about just making this world a better place. It's what we have to do. That's why we're here. That's awesome. Well, thank you so much for being on the podcast. It's so nice to have actually one of my mentors to be able to share them with all our listeners. I really, really appreciated it. Thanks, Don. I, you know what? I'm glad we got this together and it took a little bit, a little while to get our calendar synced, but I love you and I love Brandy. I love what you're doing with the underdog, you know, and, and, and listen, you, they get on those disciplines, call Don, get a hold of Don because he'll get you going in the right place. He's been there. He's done that. He knows what to do. So thank you both for all you're doing, you and Brandy and your commitment to chiropractic and your commitment to the world, you know, to make this world a better place. And, uh, you know, you, you, I know you have a home at Life West. You know you have a home at Life West. So yeah. everyone else, all of your viewers, we'll see you guys at the wave. And, uh, and I love you and appreciate you. Well, thank you very much. So everybody out there, there's two main things. I'm going to have you, I'm going to challenge you two commitments, one commitment to yourself, do the 30 day discipline. And the second is a challenge for chiropractic, get at least one person a year and refer them to a uh, vitalistic chiropractic school, start with life West. And then, you know, together we will crush the curse. Thank you for listening to the podcast. If you receive value from this episode, please take some time to rate and review us on iTunes or your favorite place to listen to podcasts. If you know a fellow chiropractor that could benefit from this message, please share it with them. Because it's my goal to provide you with great content, please contact me if you have any questions at drdonmcdonald.com or find me on Facebook. I look forward to hearing from you. So until next time, Dr. Don out.